Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiya, before we get into this podcast, please consider joining us on Red Men Plus. We have tons of amazing content coming out every single day in both podcast and video form. So get over there and sign up today. Now back to your podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men Podcast. We're continuing our 500,000 subscribers celebrations with a host of special podcasts and special podcast guests and we're kicking them off with Adam Rowe and Alfie Brown joining us for this one. Um, Fit and fresh boys. Yeah, yeah, we feel really good. I we definitely fantastic. had more than the three hours sleep. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and how many how many more pints than that did you have last night? Well, I, we were not going to have a pint last night. The pints to sleep ratio was not <laughs> optimal. It was it was great. And actually, the, uh, the adrenaline and joy of being here is more than enough to alleviate any of the ill effects of the teens of Guinness that yeah. were consumed. Yeah. And I can hear it in the joy in the tone of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to oversell it. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're going to be talking um, Nottingham Forest, unfortunately. Um, we're going to be talking about how we're coping with Liverpool's crapness um, and a lot of other things in between, of course. But we've got a kick-off question, which comes from one of our Club Legend subscribers, uh, Quad Bard, who asks... Um, which LFC player, past or present, would make the best stand-up? He reckons Bruce Grobelaar would do bits. Um, I've been on tour with Bruce Grobelaar, and I can tell you he's a, he's, he's a very entertaining human being. But Is he? Yeah. yeah, I mean, shockingly, Bruce Grobelaar, <laughs> the, the, the most charismatic man ever to, ever to grace planet Earth. Um, fascinating, fascinating person. But as two stand-up comics... You know, we've not, we've we've themed this perfectly. Have I mean, yeah. Yeah. Carl <laughs> uh, Heinz Riedler. Wow. Uh, Just like his name. Uh, but no, I think he always had a uh, he had a, he had a good sense of self awareness. He never oversold himself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Grobbler, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you're obviously a good stand-up. Grobbler's a clown. Grobbler's one of those irritating. Like he's like aping with the audience, kind of going, "Ah, oh, yeah, bro, ah, ah." I do a bit and I'm a funny man, yeah? Uh, I mean, uh, that literally couldn't be more accurate still. <laughs> Whereas Karl-Heinz Riedler would be very stoic and go, I've got a few jokes, I'm not going to... I'm funny, but he's not going to like chew your ear off at a party going, guess what I do? He's going to deliver a line and then the silence after he delivers it is what's going to sell the laughs, is kind of what you're saying after. The, it's like, you're going to find this funny because you've got no choice but to laugh. Cause I'm yeah, gonna... there's also a degree of humility you need as a stand-up, I think, that uh, Karl-Heinz Riedler possesses. Yeah. Um, How do you boys work out with that level of humility, by the way? 
I've, I'm so humble. I'm fucking <laughs> so humble. humble. I'm so humble. Nobody's ever been You'd more be humble. You'd be hard pressed <laughs> to meet more humble pair of guys than us. <laughs> <laughs> the humility in us is 20. It really is. Um, I think of the current players, it'd be Robertson or Simicast. Yeah. Simicast, obviously, like, the squad seemed to love him. Even when he wasn't playing, it felt like if we sold him, the squad would have been like, what, no, what are you doing? No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no. We need him. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a mutiny if you let that great boat go. <laughs> well, people talk about, like, what, what does James Milner bring off the pitch? Well, Milner's bringing the discipline. Look, he's raising the levels. And he, but you don't really get to see it. It all happens behind closed doors. Simicas is the comedy equivalent of that, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 He's yeah. windmilling his dick around, like, in the, in the showers. And everyone's going, oh, my God. What's that again? <laughs> also, something about the, like, genetics of his face, it... Means he always looks like he's just been out with us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He would very much Why? fit in perfectly. I would be so annoyed if my cardio was at that level. I was at that little body fat percentage, and yet I still look knackered the yeah. entire time. <laughs> like what? That's so unfair. Yeah. Maybe he's like that. He's like genetically needs to go the other way, and he'll finish up, and he'll get dead fat, and his face will fill out, and he'll and it'll like yeah, yeah, yeah. His sunken eyes will come forward. He needs a little his bit cheeks to catch up to his eye bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's what uh, we've done. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I, I agree with the. I think with the, Robbo seems to be a safe. He comes up in more answers than you'd imagine for when people ask random Liverpool questions because, like, he just genuinely seems like well, he is a genuinely boss fella. He would be quite. He would be quite funny. And yeah, he's do you know good. a lot of footballers seem like they're boring and dull. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in interviews and whatever, they just come across as like a clone. Yeah, and he doesn't. Yeah, and that's what that's why he comes up in these conversations because yeah. he's just a normal Scottish lad. And like I think, especially for scousers, who you know, I think we've got a bit, quite a bit of an affinity with Glasgow and Scotland in general and Newcastle um, as a city. I think he's endeared to scousers by just being quite normal. Yeah, and just being like, yeah, we were good today. Yeah, they're good. Play well. And uh, it's that tweet he did about having no money. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that when he had the tweet about having, oh, I wish having no money's shit. And then <laughs> suddenly he's, you know, playing left back on whatever he is a week, and his life is, yeah. There's an incredible set. Um, yeah, he's and he's funny as well. What you yeah. see in the interviews, like that people do or that uh, Liverpool uh, put out themselves, that he's got a good sense of humour on him. I, Rainer, I think, is another good shout. Pe- yeah. Pepe Rainer is again. He's another one of those ginormously charismatic fellas. I mean, when he had the absolutely ruined Cesc Fabregas on stage after the one was that was that the Euros and they put him in oh, the, yeah. the Barcelona, they yeah, forced yeah, yeah. him into a Barcelona sta- a shirt on stage because fell. For shits and giggles, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pepe would be good. I, I'd be interested to see, and I think it would be probably one of the worst experiences of everyone's lives, is a, a Bobby Firmino performance art piece. Kind of like in um, Spaced, where um, David Walliams is like a, a non a non gender non binary non indescript guy and he's got like he puts this performance art on and it's yeah. one of those things where a lot of a lot of chin strokers are turn up <laughs> you know what I mean and like yeah. you, you obviously don't understand what he's going for right now and it's like yeah with really yeah, yeah. small lensless glasses oh yeah yeah, yeah and he's like in a purple kind of latex bodysuit <laughs> yeah with his hair all done yeah. proper, yeah. Absolutely. That's uh, a good shout. Yeah. I, I can imagine get... Bobby Firmino like running a gallery when he finishes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't ever see him being a pundit. Yeah. But uh, Firmino's gallery is yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people shitting themselves in the corner and like, you know what I mean, smearing it on the walls. And like, and, you know, that, that yeah. kind of stuff. But like, what's yeah. he trying to say? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the deeper meaning here, guys? No, he's literally wrote fuck off in shit. <laughs> yeah. Quite clearly, Ty. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. That's just, that's, that's just somebody's broken. Bro, bro, help shit. me. <laughs> Security. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next door, you can see a child trying to eat some house keys. Yeah. What does it mean? Oh, it's about uh, uh, restlessness. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Just pay the money. Yeah, absolutely. Bobby's been up for that all day. Uh, let us know your answer to that in the comments underneath. Hello to all you wonderful podcast listeners. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is an absolutely spellbinding show. Um, we would strongly appreciate it if you guys would consider joining us on RevMen Plus. If you like the podcast that you get for free in your podcasting app, then you can get more on RevMen Plus. Podcast, interviews, documentaries, and a whole host more as well. And if you're on Spotify, you can also subscribe straight in the Spotify app for RevMen Plus podcasts but if you want the full hit head over to redmenplus.com and join us on another magical season right and the fact yeah we've got them here lads. you've had a, you've had a, you've both had a little look at them you're suitably yeah. impressed yeah i like i prefer the believer one personally yeah. uh the parody of the carlsberg logo yeah, yeah. very good the richer tones would so uh, suit your coloring i, think, I am a bit I, I, green does look good on me yeah, yeah no, i know i'm not saying that from a point of no i can see it i, I, know, <laughs> I know what looks good on you. <laughs> uh, yeah get all the uh, the christmas the christmas jumpers are available now they'll be in very limited numbers uh, pre-orders are open now so and i've said this in numerous places it's october i know i i haven't i haven't like had a severe, a severe blow to the head. I'm well aware that it's October. I'm well aware that we haven't done Halloween um, and we haven't done Bonfire Night yet. But I'm also aware that there are people in the world. And, and, and are you guys these people who are so hyper organised? I don't know the answer to this already. <laughs> so hyper organised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you, you know, you'll beat the rush and you'll beat the crowds and you're there, you know, like, so when tickets come available, you're there in the queue or, you know, when you want to get. No, I don't. For, for tickets and stuff. Like, I can be quite... Like, I'll set an alarm on my phone. I'll take it to go and sell for this Bearing in mind that I saw that you were advertising for a personal assistant this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're much more organised than I think you give yourself uh, credit for. I mean, you've, you've you know, you've, you've booked your dog into the groomers. Like, there's all sorts going on with you. that You've, you've been a proper adult. Wow. Y- yeah, but I, so much gets missed as well. Yeah. Like, I genuinely have never paid a water bill. There's going to be a problem at some point. <laughs> Someone's going to notice at some point. Like if I get a letter and it's got United Utilities on the on the envelope, why well, would I open that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not good news, is it? It's I've not, got a, congratulations. What? You've used so little water. <laughs> We're going to give you some money. Yeah, I think I've got what could you know easily be described as a wad of letters from HMRC. Yes, like a big wad of. Yeah, and I think. They want me to pay my tax from last year. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't be sure. But I, think they want, I think that's what they're after, is some tax. It feels in their wheelhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It feels like the sort of thing they do. Isn't it? <laughs> um, so I think that answers that uh, well, question. Yeah, getting tickets and stuff. If I know, like, if I don't get these between nine and ten past nine, I can be quite good with that stuff. Um, but, like, Christmas, I will be shopping on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I like I like the vibe of shopping on Christmas Eve, but all I'm saying is if you want one of them jumpers and you want one on Christmas Eve, you're fucked. So get one, get one pre-ordered. The now. absolute one of the best pints in the world is the Christmas Eve pint when you've just finished your last bit That's of shopping. That's an amazing pint. Like you've bought the last thing pint. and you just like right, we can have a pint. And you the, sit in a pub with a 
just a, a shit lot. It doesn't even need to be a good one. It can be a Carlsberg and it tastes like the joy. Yeah. The, be- the best Christmas shop ever was back in the day, back in the student days where I didn't have lots of people around me and all that. So I went to, I went to HMV and they had like a three DVD for 20 quid sale. Uh-huh. And I basically managed to use that times two to buy all of my Christmas presents in one hit and also come home with the aforementioned season one and two of Space. So it was a fucking, it was a fucking, that was a great Christmas shop and a half. That yeah, like. yeah, Boots yeah. is great for that. When you've just ran out of ideas and you're like, do you know what? Everyone needs to get a bath every now and then. <laughs> Isn't it weird that you, all the presents that you buy for your mum are things that she uses when she's naked? My mum's dead, Alfie, so I don't, yeah, I don't well, know. That makes it even weirder, really. That makes Christmas Eve easier, I suppose. Get that pint half an hour early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no need to go into Crabtree and Evelyn today. All right, please. Thanks, mum. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for a drink. That's what you wanted. Right, sounds. Okay, well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's lighten the mood by talking about Liverpool losing to Nottingham Forest. Um, yeah, um, we went down to Forest. I, I bumped into Adam eating a hot dog. It was a great moment. Um, yeah, I wasn't ve- expecting to be asked to talk. You very briefly I had a hot dog in my mouth. Ca- cameoed on the In the Ground podcast, which was very much not in the ground for reasons we'll explain. Um, but yeah, ultimately because you're not meant to lose Nottingham Forest. Nope. Um, and what's meant to happen in any away game situation is the home fans get off and generally the away fans are either kept in or they'll hang around. No, no, no. They won. They played all of the 90s party hits yeah. and the whole ground bounced for half an hour while we all sort of skulked off and away, which is why we ended up recording recording outside. Um, I want to talk about how horrible their fans are in a bit. We're going to get through a little bit of the game first, though. But Adam, ultimately this season is just going to be brutal. It's going to be brutal, and if, if, you have, if you need any more evidence, it's we just beat Manchester City last week and had the greatest, you know, feeling in our lives. Beat West Ham, and then you lose to a, to Nottingham Forest, who, let's be honest, have been absolutely arse this season. Yeah, um, I was a hundred percent convinced after the West Ham win that we were going to win the league. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. I was like, I oh. received a text to that effect. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's it's all fine, and we're gonna like they figured it out. Yeah. The system works now. Darwin Nunes, he'll catch Haaland up like in a couple of weeks. It's all just gonna be fine. We're gonna win the league, probably get to the Champions League final again, and then it's a toss up. You just never know with that. And uh, yeah, it's all gonna be great. And it all came very much crashing down to earth with a a, a defeat to Forest. You can you can understand it with the. A depleted squad, third game in six days. He's also got Ajax coming up. And I think, do you remember a couple of years ago, the first time we got to the Champions League final, when we were shiting the league? Yeah. And at the end of the season, Jürgen was like, oh, we said to the players early on, we've got a much better chance in Europe. He's on record saying that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they've had that conversation. This early? Yeah. When he's gone, right, look. We're not going to catch them now. Look yeah. what he's doing. Like we've got to go for them next season. Let's get ourselves in the top four, but we can take our foot off the gas a little bit there. Because I, I think a, a big thing that's I, I thought up because I changed my mind last week when we beat City in West Ham. Mm-hmm. I thought a big thing that was playing a part in Liverpool's struggles this season is for the past like four or five years they've been a hundred mile an hour yeah. trying to compete with Manchester City and let's be honest, failing to do it. 
you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as, as good as it's been as fans, they haven't won. And for the players, that's all they care about. They don't care that we had a great day out of Villarreal. Yeah. They're not asked. Yeah. They, they want the trophy and nothing else. So that last year's Champions League run, as great as it was for me and for you yeah. and for all the other fans, for the players, they that's a bad year. Yeah. They, they, they've got bad memories of last season. So I think they've put all that effort in. And can you imagine what that is like playing in a Jürgen Klopp system for years? pushing yourself to your physical limit and then you walk out of it with a Carabao Cup and an FA Cup and defeating the two you actually wanted I think the amount of effort that's took mentally and physically I think this year they've lost a couple and gone oh thank fuck we don't actually have to do that again because we can't win it and I think them having a little relax in the league and focusing on Europe yeah. Might be the plan. I imagine that, like trophy pick, because I love the trophy parade and I love how the smiles yeah. and I've attained everyone's move. But it, I, I imagine if you're like a born winner, it's a bit like just to just to stupidly show on a comedy, you know, referencing because you used to hear, which I wouldn't do if he's wins. But like you know, when you see like amazing comedians who reach that point and now they're doing arena shows, yeah, and they don't need to really do anything because y- you can just go through your greatest hits and people will laugh. But you're going, you might have a bad show and you know you've had a bad show, but everyone's still laughing and clapping yeah, and yeah. cheering you on. You're like. Oh, don't don't applaud that. That was yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. That was shite. Yeah, I, I just there's death folks still that. I don't. There's a combination is now of your injuries. You can't take that away, and it's hard because you look at Forest now. Look, we had the team up on the board before. In fact, it's still there. Like Carvalho, Firmino, Salah, Elliot. You know what was it? Jesus Jones and Fabinho in mid, in midfield, and you go through all the names and individually it sounds, but. I don't know. It, it, it's there, there is a point where when you take you start to take boss players out of a team, eventually you don't notice it. It's still your team, and you still own those players. But that's how you go from being boss to crap. Is that just those little cu- the death of a thousand cuts of, of, yeah. of reducing the quality? Yeah, you're not and I think the- any of those players individually starting. No. But no. then when you look at it, look looking at that right now, it looks ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also there's the. I mean, like the drop-off in Fabinho's form has been like startling and a- yeah. an absolutely incredible thing to behold. That makes you go, "Oh, he must have been like, is somebody after him or something? Yeah. Is he like, is he not paid his water bill? Is he, like, <laughs> has he got United Utilities after him? Like, has he got HMRC talking to him? Like, there's something going on." But I think, and I was saying to you in the car, like that might have a lot to do with the fact that his job has been made somewhat easier in the past by the fact that he's had a more dynamic version of Jordan Henderson and a mad, you know, ruthless Genie Wijnaldum cutting passing lanes like nobody's business. And now he's got these very good, albeit tiny children next to him. (laughs) And he's in acres and acres of, um, you know, space not having anything. But it doesn't really account for how much slower he is or how much, uh, how how scruffy uh, he's being. And a lot of it might have to do with, as you said, like mentality. But I think if I was... You know, if we were a couple of like bad refereeing decisions or like a shot off target away from being, you know, the greatest team of all time, and then suddenly your manager's saying, "Don't worry about the league, we're just going to kind of have a go in Europe," I think that would deplete my spirit even more. And what really worries me about this season is how there's a line in the thick of it uh, where uh, he goes, "Oh no, 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 don't don't make policy on the hoof." Like, you know, there's there's nothing worse than making policy on the hoof because it's never going to work out all right. There's such a worrying sign and it reminds me of Brendan Rodgers circa 14-15 albeit with better players better manager better vibe it's not that bad we're all doing okay don't worry <laughs> um, 
the changing everything around, like going to four two four uh, four two four or four four two four two three one, whatever. Uh, you know, oh, we've had uh, dynamic and wide wingers. Salah's on the uh, on the right now. He's through the centre. What are you up to? Yeah. Like, why are we changing things so uh, flippantly? Like, it's 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 scary that there hasn't been more pragmatism it, built into the way that the seasons worked it out. It reminds me of me trying to play new football manager. And there's so many slider bars and something's not working and I'll tinker, but I'm not a scientific person. So when something doesn't work, I don't know how to put it back because I don't really know what I've done. <laughs> and there is a bit of like, you try this, this, oh, this is, well, that kind of, well, we won, so it must have worked. Yeah, without yeah, knowing yeah, quite yeah. what it is that you've done that made, that yeah, constructed yeah. that. Whereas everything that's gone before, I've said this, and that's, that's Man City kind of, made me feel loads better about it and in general because if you can beat Manchester City then you've there's clearly something you've clearly still got something haven't you you've still got something going for you but I totally agree with that point of like when you make sweeping changes to how you play without training it then you're not going to win every game because of invariably you're going to hit a wall where those fine margins that you when you when you can play a blind ball over your shoulder and you know your guys running in there that's gone because that doesn't exist anymore yeah. that you know I talked about this on the podcast the other week there's a book called psychology and it's about like um conscious and unconscious competence and like when you're so totally trained in something and you do it without thinking and you and your boss at it it's called yeah. being in the zone you know this yeah, yeah. but when you're not when you're doing something that's unfamiliar you might still be brilliant at it but you've still got to pause to make sure that you're doing th- the right things and that's what we're kind of like at the moment yeah, I mean yeah. there's an excuse for being you know he's been shite yeah. I don't know what I'd love to know what his issue is like genuinely I like, love him so yeah. much he's been such an incredible player and like there, there, there was a, 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 a compilation circulating of him uh, home to United when he puts the ball over the top to Mane and Mane yeah. was it 2-1 or 2-0 or something 2-0 or 3 or whatever and uh, yeah it was it, like watching it and it's just oh yeah all of that stuff those limbs yeah. Those fucking limbs going everywhere. You dispossessing people left, right, and centre. The, um, the the speed at which you get back the ball and recycle it, that move it forward, win it. You know, just uh, it never, it never, it never goes into our half. You're there patrolling, and it go, kind of comes back, and they, you know, you slowly there's kill a, them. There's a moment in that game where he is like with Forest, yeah, against Forest, and we're like we're penning them in, or we're trying to pen them in, and we got an attack, and it breaks down, and Fabinho is 25 yards from goal maybe 30 and that's when normally bang he wins the ball back and we go again and all of a sudden they've just survived this but they're living on the edge and that's how we build pressure and the ball he's just half a yard off the ball and yeah. goes past and all of a sudden we're on a counter attack and that, that's and I agree I think this is the problem with all of this I don't think there's any simple solution to anything because I'm, I'm because players are so good we're having to find Deeper reasons for things because I, you know, there's lots of other things. There must have been lots of mitigating circumstances for Fabinho, but I don't know what it is. He just looks like, like he's like he's just giving bit. His wife's just giving bit to quadruplets, and they haven't he's got any support. Doc you know Martins, what I mean? It's, he's just slower, lethargic. He looks weighty. He looks heavy. But he also looks the thinnest he's ever looked. Yeah, yeah. He just looks <laughs> off it. He just looks. And, and Players do go off a cliff edge, though. I think it's like. You know, I, I criticised him for, for uh, the first couple of years at Liverpool and then was completely won over by him. I think it's happening with Jordan Henderson as well. Like, they're just getting a bit older and 
They've played for Jurgen Klopp. It's not like playing for just any manager. That he's put a lot of. I don't. Yeah, but Jordan Henderson's like thirty-two years old and he's had a lot of injuries. Fabinho's like twenty-nine years old. When was the last time you saw like a, a DM drop off a cliff at twenty-nine years old? It's yeah. not permanent. Yeah. I refuse. To I know. I and I agree with that. And I, again, because his performances reminded me of Van Dyke's, where it's like not believing your own hype, but like. Like you know, you have, when you're a world class footballer, you clearly have to trust your instincts. You clearly have to trust the the muscle memory that you've built up. But when that stops working, I don't know what the process is to get that back. Yeah, you know what I mean? How do you? And, and Van Dyke, someone's clearly gone to him. Just go and beat some people up, mate. Just go and fight. Go and go and get really aggressive and just yeah, go yeah. and flex your muscles a bit and show everyone that you're on it. And when Fabinho's done that this season, he's looked like Fabinho. Yeah, but he just it's like. When you, yeah, when you just can't quite be asked, yeah, and like, like during the Napoli game, everybody was just like it was absolutely incredible. Watching all the goals that we conceded back, everybody's just jogging about, like you know, like a panting kind of middle-aged jogger out for their morning. Like, what are you doing? Like everybody, every time, like you know, they they broke through the last line of the defense, we'd all just be sort of sauntering back. Oh no. Oh, I hate conceding goals. Oh, well. oh that's so annoying. Ugh, what a drag! Another goal. Ugh. Oh well. Um, anyway, let, let, let's start again for play football, I guess. Um, but I've got to be back uh, to feed the dogs. Uh, so yeah, come on. Like, what? Well, where's the urgency? There's nowhere. It's yeah. So uh, irritating. There's, there's like a. I felt this up until the last week of like feeling like it's scripted. And the players feel like it's like, oh, we've conceded here. It's like, no, you never used to believe it was, you know, you used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. that extra gear, that extra 5%, the 1%, the, the clawing, the scratching, like like someone who's fighting for their lives. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so if you play, we, Al Pacino's speech in any given Sunday. But, more, but I'm thinking more like when you used to play, you used to play Man Hunt. similar, that actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you used to play Man Hunt in school yeah. and someone would be chasing you yeah. and you'd run and run and run. After a while, you go, fuck this. Yeah. Right, you've got me. Yeah, yeah. But if someone was literally chasing you, with a knife wanting yeah. to stab you, <laughs> you would you would find I, I, oh, I hope yeah, yeah, sincerely yeah, yeah. I would an find extra, yeah. depths yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean you'd find an extra K in you wouldn't yeah, you exactly, like at least exactly and that, that's the difference between Liverpool this season, and Fabinho but is, is, and I think Trent's been a bit like this this season Van Dijk's been like it until, until recent weeks of like I don't know where it is just sometimes you reach for it and the gear's not there whether it's not there physically or psychologically we all have that day where you just think I just I could do this but not, it's not today. I, I won't do this today, but there's no reason I can't get up and take my car to the garage. Yeah. But not not today. It feels like they've got a lot of not today going yeah. on in the, in the I wonder heads. if there's a scepticism with the system or the new things that people are being asked to do or, like, you know, uh, people are going, you're putting, so Salah's on, like, you know, chalk on his boots, is he? That that guy. The guy, what, who's now on £98 million a minute. He's out wide. And what are you doing? Like, if you don't, and the thing that Klopp's always had is a huge amount of buy-in from the players. And if that starts to wane slightly and goes, I want you to work your bollocks off uh, and the plan it, you know, to you might feel a bit silly right now. And no, I'm not running for a silly plan. Like, yeah. uh, I'm not... Well, the, the problem is, is that you need... I think we kind of all sort of mentioned it, but like obviously the, the aging of the players is a thing. And definitely that thing as well, when you reach the pinnacle. Because I think it's about time, like, where would Klopp... Well, Klopp's probably not going to leave Liverpool as a manager and, and Pep's got an interesting decision to make because where are you going to go? Because you reach a point in your life when you don't want to start again. You know, you don't want to have to go go through all the all the builds that got to, got, got to where you are. And there must be a few of those players who are going, 
Jesus Christ, that was hard. I've got to go and do this again. I've got to go and push, and particularly when it's gone, the league's basically gone already. Yeah. You must be like, Ooh. that's what I meant before. Yeah. Like, I don't think Klopp has had a conversation when he's like, don't worry about the league. That me being flippant, do you know what I mean? But he might have gone, look, right, it's very difficult for us to win the league from here. They've just signed a fucking robot yeah. who just scores goals. Con- whenever he wants, he's just like, oh, I'll score now if you don't mind. Yeah. We're not going to catch them. So we've got to get in the top four because second and fourth are the same to us. Yeah. So that's the plan with the league. Let's go and try and win the Champions League. I think a conversation along those lines or a communication in that direction is plausible because he's done it before. Yeah. Do you remember when he left Dortmund and he said, uh, you either need to sign a new squad of players or a new manager? And that was the reason why he left because he went, I can't ask these people to get up do this again I've worked these too hard for the last God knows how long and I wonder if there's an element of that uh, going on I can't like that. how are you going to get these people up for that and it does look like with the uh, the old guard as it were it's very hard to galvanise them to go again and do that all again and we look stronger in the areas where we've had the the most refreshment. Well, yeah, and and also this, but there's also there's the certain mentality, certain lads, and maybe it's actually because I I don't think Jordan Henderson, I don't think he's had a great season, but in recent weeks I, th- I think he's looked better, yeah. and he, he's never lacked for. He's not, he's not like he's not running around. It's not like he's not pouring his heart into it. Thiago's another one who just looks so annoyed. You know, he's he's happy to go and put himself on the line for mm. it. And like James Milner is go go for, but I wonder whether there's that. It's maybe it's the middle tier lads who could do with actually just pushing. You know what I mean? Like you know, you need someone else to come in with a bit more zip and enthusiasm to yeah. go. I'm gonna have your place off here, lads. If you don't, you yeah. know. And Trent's basically one of them. Fabinho is another example where we haven't bought anyone in that department. Well, you, we bought better, Calvin, you, didn't we? But he's been yeah. injured since we got him. Exactly. Like Robertson's been great since he come back from injury yeah. because he knows if he's shit. Simicast just gets the job. Yeah. There's yeah. someone yeah. waiting to take it. Yeah, exactly. And the, and and then we've got these younger lads who are like Harvey Elliott looks like a breath of fresh air. You know, being our then, best player by Car- miles. Carvalho, Allison, like yeah, Carvalho still settling in, but he, I'm quite excited by yeah. by what he brings to the team. Diaz was just full of running. Jota's still always got a bit of a point to prove. Nunes is mad as a box of frogs, isn't he? Like, yeah. you know I mean? but again, there's something really likable about that. Yeah, he's fantastic. And they they're the ones who, who who've got that, and they make, they drag everyone else along. But half of them are injured, or, or as mentioned, tiny children. Uh, who, when it comes to the the, the crunch, haven't got that. You need the experience in some football matches. It's. I do think it's possible post World Cup if we come back from the World Cup, and. We've got a full squad. It's entirely possible Liverpool win 12 games on the bounce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can never rule that out. It's the same thing. Whenever whenever we've been bullish about the fact that we've been ahead of City or like it's... Uh, you know, it's going well for us in the league. Like they, they, City always have that thing where they go, "Oh yeah, but we'll just win ten in a row." Yeah. And then it's like it's the old Shane Warne thing about uh, you know, add a hundred runs or take away three wickets, and the score looks. And then and then where's the game at? Because it can that can happen like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the balance of the game is completely. And the, the league works in a similar way. If you win ten games in a row, suddenly everything's suddenly we're the best team in the world again. Yeah. No, they definitely need to get to something. But we'll we'll talk a little bit about that in a bit. But I want I want to talk about Curtis Jones. Um, I've He's he's in. It's mad to me how there's people out there who just don't see it. See it like like I mean like really don't see it. And I know the internet's full of just polarized opinions for the sake of it. You know what I mean? Like everyone likes to double down and die on hills and stuff. I had a conversation with my cousin who's normally quite lighthearted around stuff, and and he was saying, and he went that one player in particular, and I went, 
is it Curtis Jones? And he went, yeah. And I, went, oh. and I like physically sank into my chair because I was like, oh, not, a, not you two. Like, I can't, I can't have another, I can't have lost another reasonably, like, you know, like moderate person to this because, like, he was like, he's the most, li- he said, he's so limited, he's not kicked on, he's not done this, he's so average, you know, and then, and then he went, he's 24 years old, I was like, he's not 24 years old, <laughs> he's 21, like, you know, he's he's still a young footballer, Yeah. and he went, okay, well, I'll revise my thing a bit, he's got, I mean, because it doesn't help, his dad has, has been that, my uncle's been that guy, and everyone's got that member of the family who basically says everyone's shit, mm. yeah. apart from the obvious, Salah, shite, well, also shite, mate, with the exception of the, with the ones that you know you nailed on, that you know are untouchable. Yeah. Everyone else is basically shite unless they, they do something magic at the European Cup yeah. final. Like, you know what I mean? And 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 Curtis is clearly the latest target. He loves Harvey Elliott, but doesn't like it. But doesn't like Curtis Jones. I I can't sit here and say Curtis Jones is the greatest footballer ever to lace his boots for Liverpool Football Club. But like, he's just played his first made his first sub appearance and then played his first ninety minutes of the season, and I thought he was fine. The idea that, like, I I think he had with them. a difficult game against Forest. I, I thought, p- particularly in the first half, every time he got the ball, he looked like he was going to lose it. Um, but he never does. He did a few times. But he, but I mean, like, generally speaking, just taking a bit long on the ball. Look, I I like him and I want to like him because he's a scouser and you want scousers in the team. Like, I I want him to succeed at Liverpool Football Club, but um, I do think he's got a big. 18 months ahead of him I think he's got to get fit stay fit and get in the team and stay in the team because if he's still sort of viewed the way he is now in 18 months time I think he'll move to Aston Villa or Brighton or he'll go to a, a mid-table Premier League he's always going to do alright yeah. but it, it's a pivotal 18 months for him to forge a career at Liverpool I think yeah, like he's technically incredible, and what he came, and there was a time I don't know it like was it COVID season I can't really remember, but there was a time where all of the fan rhetoric around Curtis Jones was, oh we're we're winning, we took Curtis Jones off, we've lost, we're winning, we've took Curtis Jones off, we've lost. There was a whole alchemy around the magic of Curtis Jones and what he meant there was also loads of stuff about how technically gifted he was but like what was he going to bring to a, a midfield that demanded more uh, like uh, a grit and, and, grit, and, and, like and a bit to be more sturdy yeah. and then there was all this stuff coming out like uh, you know the pie wheel you know chart things that Statoles have uh, about how uh, much he profiles like uh, Wijnaldum like how much like off the ball intelligent stuff that he's been taught how to do and how much has been said about how difficult it is to be in a Jurgen Klopp midfield and to be this you know he was a winger he was a, an attacking midfielder and then to have to learn the discipline as a still very young guy and to uh, adopt that and to, I mean I think he's I think he, i I think he's brilliant. And I, one of the things that I was thinking about when we've been doing poorly or when we've been, you know, not performing as we wanted because the midfield looks so weak and so many people were out at the beginning of the season was looking forward to him coming back and the difference that it would make to have him as an option. Yeah. And I still believe that. He still looks physically light. 
Yeah. Uh, that's my only, like, Could concern about Could do with putting him. a bit of weight on. Yeah, well, he's, I think he's, just, again, he's 21. You yeah. know, we all get there. It's mad, but you're 24. It just happens as a, as a fella. Like, you go, you just thicken. Yeah. Like, you, 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 you just, and sometimes it's self-inflicted. But, like, but, like, but you do naturally just, you deepen yeah. out, you know what I mean? Front to back, you fill out a little it bit It does more. happen at different ages for different people. You yeah. see, like, like, Bale came back for one pre-season and suddenly looked like... You know, uh, like he was, like he was Goretzka about to be in the kind of Marvel, like Marvel comic Bayern, universe. Like, yeah. Have you seen Sorry. Goretzka? Oh, or everybody at Bayern. Yeah, yeah. Like they're all <laughs> absolutely. They've all been lifting yeah. heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. No, no, it's, you know, it, it's true. And and I, I, we've got a good super chat here from Kevin Whitaker. He says, hey, um, "Not right, Kurt. Not right, Kurt. As a 21-year-old kid returned from injury with sporadic game time, who wasn't involved until the 11th hour, is copping this amount of flack. A modicum of patience would be totally. appreciated." I totally agree with that. Like yeah. as much as I, I like, I wasn't gonna bring it up and criticise him and I haven't done that online or whatever I don't think he had a particularly good game but I think it's entirely understandable yeah. that he had, didn't have a particularly he good was, game he was one of ten who didn't have a particularly yeah, good yeah. game like, it was Alisson who had a good game yeah he's he's just come back he wasn't meant to play fair enough and he's just come in and played in basically two different positions as well yeah. two in a new formation that he won't he probably won't have even hardly trained because yeah, he's yeah. not even been fit through this period when Liverpool have, cha- have changed it I I yeah, I, I, it's funny that the scouse thing goes both ways, doesn't it? Because I think sometimes there's people from uh, from outside Liverpool who go, "Well, we give too much time to scousers," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is right." Yeah. And, we <laughs> and by the way, we absolutely should do because ultimately, I would like, and we should all hope for a world of eleven scousers playing for for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. It's never going to happen. But... And Harvey Elliott. My spiritual thing. Adopted Southwest London, lifelong Liverpool fan in the Liverpool team. Yes. It's a representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I know what you all feel when, oh, yeah, Trent. I've got Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott is my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we'll allow it. But to the point, you want 11 Liverpool fans in the team, effectively. Yeah. So Curtis Jones deserves it. He's got, he's got, he's got all the tools. But uh, to everyone's point, he just needs to, just needs to play. And if he thinks if he doesn't, I don't see the point of getting annoyed about it. You know what I mean? It's like he's clearly this. It's yeah. It's the people who don't see the talent. I'll maybe blind themselves to it because you can do this. Because God knows we've had it. Remember it was Lucas Lever, where it was Jordan Henderson. Go back and it was Ronnie Whelan in the eighties. There's always one footballer who just like it's like somehow people are totally blinkered to. It's like you can't for some reason you can't see it. Or remember they um, go for trials for this for the for the footy team once, and there was two pitches, right? And 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 the one manager, and he was looking between two pitches. And what had happened is he'd be looking over this way, and I'd make a save, and everyone would go, oh, and he'd turn around like what what what? And I was fucking shit at taking goal kicks. <laughs> so like a ball broke away, he ended up out for a goal kick, and I'd take the world's worst goal kick, and he go. And turn back and watch the <laughs> and then I'd be pulled out of the world, you know, it's like, and it feels like it's like are people are people looking down at the phones when Kurt is just doing all these great bits of close control and really being neat and tidy or going past people and stuff. I, I don't know. Um, let's talk, Adam, about uh, their fans. Um, now there were a few people I know. I don't want to tar an entire fan base with one brush because it's stupid to do it because there's, there's idiots in all fan bases. Um, and there were some really good vocal people ahead of the game and the, the people who put the, the the Hillsborough banner up and that kind of thing. Great show of respect for for Liverpool. Um, but just generally speaking, first and foremost, on a pure top line basis, that's a great institutional football club that has 
basically being absolutely polluted and perverted by the championship. The championship has seeped into every pore of that football yeah. club, and it's <laughs> and it stinks. Yeah, it yeah, stinks of championship. Yeah, and you know what I mean. When I know I say exactly that. what you mean. Do you know what? Right, I um, before the game kicked off, I was stood in the ground watching their fans going because there was no Hillsborough chanting or poverty chanting before the game. It, it was once the game a started. A couple of minutes before, a, mi- yeah. a minute or two before the game, but yeah. But I was watching them going, these are great. Like, these are great and it's going to be fucking bouncing in and this is going to be a nightmare of an hour and a half. Because you forget how much of a cup final it is for teams like that to play Liverpool. Like, yeah. that's something that goes out the window. It used to happen when teams played Man United when, when they were in their fucking pomp. Like, the bottom of the league team would turn up more against them than they would against Wolves because they want to beat the best team. Yeah. Um, and the, the, it, it means more to the fans as well. And they were bouncing. Um, and then it, it started and they were all just dead horrible. And there was a fella on the other side of... Because I was literally against the barrier. So it was me, the barrier, and then the home fans. <laughs> oh. um, and when I first got there, they were, they were being dead sound because a couple of them like recognised me and were like, oh, you're the comedian I've seen your TikToks. They're taking like selfies across the thing. And I'm just laughing, do you know what I mean? You're not at a fucking away game and there's people doing that. And then the same people start singing what they're singing. There was one fella going, I was I was there at Hillsborough, I was there, and you, you, it was yous, it was yous. It was like, mate, there's been a million investigations and there's footage of what went on. Mate, if you, I mean, let's be honest, if he's in the other end, in the, in the yeah. ground, the other end of the pitch, I'm sorry, I sit in the cop and I can't tell you who's assisted a goal down the yeah, far yeah. end, let alone <laughs> the, the police instruction that goes yeah, yeah. on behind the fucking stand. Like, oh, he, was, he was a horrible bastard, this fella. Yeah. Like, he was fucking disgusting. Um, and he was literally just on the other side. He had this great Britain flag that was oh, all yeah. in Nottingham red like so there was no blue in it or white it was all just like Nottingham red yeah um, yeah they I mean they were just for for any fan base to be singing that stuff is obviously horrible and for it to be Forrest who were literally a coin toss away from it being them yeah it's just insane and it was just that thing of, again this is this was about the dripping in championship stuff Alfie there's just there's a bit there's, it's, a, it's clearly a different sport when you go down the leagues and the way fan bases talk and the way they act and there's just more there's clearly just, I just think there's more aggression around the footy the lower down yeah, you go yeah. I also think that it's more it exists the bitterness exists more for like they've got two European Cups or however many yeah. like it's, yeah. it, they've they've got a profile and an idea of themselves that makes them think that they should exist beyond what they've existed as for God knows how long which makes them so like you know virulently unpleasant uh a similar thing happened to Leeds in a way, I think, uh, in that they became like so angry because then they weren't where they thought they should be. So it's not like necessarily a, a thing that happens in the championship, but when big clubs go down and they start to become bit, I mean, you also see this happen with people. Like, you know, the people who aren't where they think they should be become, like, angry and sad and start saying, you know... Everton? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, on a smaller yeah. scale, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everton fans are angry and bitter because they want to be challenging for titles and trophies. your personality as a human being. Like, the sort of club that you support must affect who you are as a... Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, how much kind of hope you have or your outlook or your relationship with other people. Because it's such a big part of your... Like life, and I know that it's only football, and you know, it was it, you know, Arrigo Saki or Jurgen Klopp? It's the most important, least important thing. Yeah. But there's a huge sense of uh, community and identity and investment in 
what and that's why I find it so sad that people singing that sort of thing the you know uh, all the poverty chanting it's so incredibly stupid like it, it 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 blows my mind that we're all sort of behind at least in you know terms of what it is to be part of a working class sport or uh, be part of a community be you know uh, you know give to food banks whatever and then the 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 lazy one upmanship it's just shit joke writing I, which is what i find most offensive <laughs> um, but uh, it's yeah it's so it's so shit i i you know we me me and chloe went and we walk into the ground and it was just nice it was nice i just enjoyed being around a town where you didn't feel on edge going to the, the game particularly it was a nice friendly sort of environment cool really interesting stadium to go to it was fascinating but it yeah. was just things like i said it was just people shouting like scout rat at you when you walk out and stuff and it's just it's a lot of it's a young a lot of young younger fans and stuff who again have been raised Never, probably never knew Nottingham Forest when they were a Premier League team in the in, in the first instance. Yeah. I always had a lot a lot of respect for, for Forest as a as a club and all that. But there is just that thing of yeah, you, you've you've probably they've probably just come out battle hardened from having to you know to go to all those grounds and to deal with all this and listen to so much so much goal music. You know what I mean? Over the last <laughs> the last years, you know what I mean? It's just it's just tipped them over. The I edge. always think that's how you can tell a shit sport. If you play music over the exciting bit, that's a shit sport. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. They don't do it in test cricket, they do it in 2020 cricket. Shit sport. <laughs> it's just, and if you like, that's like, who wants to go to QPR? No, it wasn't a good thing that happened. It was, it was boring and it was crap. And no, no, no. It was no, no, bad no, no, enough no. when we were in lockdown and Liverpool were playing song two to empty stadiums whenever they fucking scored oh, the goals. I hated like, that. Oh, God, I hated God. that. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Um, right, sound. Uh, we're going to talk about how we're coping when all dealing with Liverpool's crapness after this very short break. We're sponsored by Who Knows Wins, and me and Chris are picking our picks this week. Okay, everyone. Who knows wins? Time. Um, I've answered. I've got answers to the question. By the way, yeah. Who knows? You apparently so. I can't Fluked believe it. it. Fluked it in the hugest possible way. Can you get the league table up, actually? I can um, very much from, get the league from, table from up. last week. He came second and won £249.80. And then I come join first? Well, no, because Di Waddell won first twice. Oh, wow. So he won so double £249.80, so you came joint second okay, in yeah. my you know what? I, I mean, that's, it's fine. Like. I can accept that. I can absolutely <laughs> accept that. Yeah, I come come top of the pile, got a major split of the split of the pot there. That's incredible, like, mate. Absolutely a- astonishing. Astonishing. And so the insight into this is I thought a, bro- Liverpool, a broken clock is right twice a day yeah I thought Liverpool were going to win 1-0 so I, and I thought we were going to we were going to pepper their goal with, with shots we were going to have loads of corners and I thought it'd be a low scoring game so I kind of went in that general theme to it um, and apparently that was enough the, to get the, me on the top the amazing of thing and this is why Who Knows Wins is so good is that you can be completely wrong which you were and yet you were more right than everybody else I got the general, no one was more right than you yeah I got the general Even though you thought you're completely wrong it's yeah, amazing yeah it's like I'm doing a blind feel on like an animal and being like tortoise and they're like ah no terrapin and you're like okay well you know I'm yeah I got the shape speaking, of the game right broadly speaking I, I was I was there um, so yeah proof if ever there was needed that um if I can do it, then anyone, literally anyone can. I had a concern about these giant terrapins, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> My word! Um, but yeah, so and so, yeah. Uh, congratulations to everyone else who, who played along. You actually got in the money this I week. I did, I got £3 something, I think. You have to scroll down quite a way. Uh, I came tied 
Well, if I gave you second, I'm tied 24th. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and Steve did absolutely nothing. As is his way. As is his way. Glorious. Half of the course by this point. So between us, we won £252. Absolutely flying, Chris. Yeah, put it there. Yeah, yes! Nailed it. <laughs> um, right, Sal's uh, plenty of leagues to get involved with. down the middle? Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. By the way, Steve tied in 293rd place. He got six out of... That can't be right. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's hilarious. Anyway... Anyway, oh yeah, sorry, that was the, the Saturday Pick 10 League. Uh, we didn't do so well in that, uh, so we're not going to talk about that one. Um, didn't but, happen. But there are three leagues this week. There is a, an Ajax-specific one, there is a Pick 10 on Saturday, and there is a Leeds-specific one, which we're going to go through um, live right now. Um, and yeah, you, well, Leeds, oh, let's oh, do Leeds. Oh, oh. Right, Liverpool v Leeds. I think it's going to be a Liverpool win. I don't think both teams have scored. I don't think there's over two and a half goals. I think it's going to be a draw at half-time. No, we're not going to take seven and a half corners. No, we're not going to take one and a half cards. No, they're not going to take three and a half cards. Yes, they're going to take over two and a half corners. And Darwin is, in fact, going to score any time. There what you go. Absolutely there. flown through that one. Well done. Um, yes, the Saturday pick 10 uh, has got a 10K pot, which includes our game against against Leeds at Anfield um, and yeah there is an Ajax specific one as mentioned already and the Leeds specific one as well so plenty of ways to play along make sure uh, you're 18 plus if you want to get involved in this do be gamble away uh, the link will be in the description but if you go to redmen.whoknowswins.com or use the QR code on the screen um, you'll be able to go directly through and it makes us look really good if you sign up through that as well so yeah come and play with us and as I say if you ever want evidence or proof that Anyone can do this. For it's a bit of a laugh, it's a bit of a fun, and you can come out with Doe, me, who, let's be honest, got the result completely wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not and as wrong as everybody else. <laughs> Losers. Ah, your faces. <laughs> uh, right, Sal's. Yeah. Good luck with who knows wins this week, and another update will follow next week in a bit. Yeah, I absolutely cleaned up on Who Knows Wins this week, which means that, as I've said there, you can too. Um, yeah, the link will be in the description underneath and all that good stuff as well. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, um, I think Adam's still with me. Let's talk about it then. Um, 
Alfie, how are you dealing with Liverpool being crap? You've just explained to me that you've got four children, so I imagine you've got your, your hands full, generally speaking. Not too much time to stop and, and, and get upset about Liverpool, but it is... Are we managers? <laughs> <laughs> Always, it's like um, filling a jar with rocks and then filling it with sand, isn't it? Liverpool misery is the sand that you can fill up every possible last... Like, and there's still space for the beer with a friend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's you know this this team, Jurgen Klopp. You know everything that is involved in the current Liverpool team that we're watching. You know, struggle is the same reason that me and you have been out at five a.m. in Pop World singing Jurgen Klopp's name. <laughs> like it's the reason that it's the me and it's the yeah. reason that like I like grabbed your ears so hard I almost took them off your head. Like it, like <laughs> they're the reason for so much like good stuff. And it's hard to all the carping and you know moaning and uh, mewling about you know Curtis Jones or or, or or insert player that you're angry with as a as an avatar for your own shortcomings as a human being it's no way to like football it's just bollocks like you just support the team if you're like you know whimpering the whole time about it's not like you're a supporter so just support uh, otherwise you're just an invested skeptic that's no way to be like what 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 are you uh so no i i it's it's not what you want to see and it's not nice but i, I mean also i still feel my feelings about the season are, are, are sort of separated into kind of high optimism and high pessimism yeah. and my high optimism is mainly centered around uh, Darwin Nunes, uh, who is the I can't wait. Like I got, I got sad. Like it's like uh, uh, like an amazing support band cancelled when he didn't end up in the starting lineup in yeah. uh, uh, on Saturday. Uh, I love watching him play football. He's absolutely bonkers. And he's going to score be, twice against Ajax tomorrow as well. It's going to be nice. It's going to be good to watch that. It's going to be great to watch that. Yeah. And he's going to be... And there's an interesting thing about how Liverpool sign players. This is a bit of a tangent, but I think it is interesting. In that you look at like uh, Mane was in a village and had to walk 98,000 miles to go and get scouted in a city somewhere. Salah learned how to play football with flip-flops on. Firmino was never part of a Brazilian sort of scouting network. He was sort of found and then came up through other... Uh, didn't develop till a lot later. Every single player that has made it, not every single one, but a lot of the players that have made it big for us have come up in non-traditional ways and have developed at a later age. You look at everybody's so like, oh yeah, they're 18, or Curtis Jones, 21, oh, he's not made it yet. Like, Carland has developed through incredible academies. Yeah. Uh, and that's why he was in the public eye. But also, he's like, you know, amazing and the best football player of all time, blah, 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 fuck you. But, um, <laughs> but there's also this thing where, so you look at Nunes, he's, I think it was it, uh, Sam Maguire or somebody else uh, was uh, making uh, uh, comparisons between him and Suarez's first season and you look at a lot of the players that have done well for us and they're players who have developed uh, later they haven't been like superstars at 18 years old and that's what we tend to look for you never would have thought Salah was going to win or like be a contender for Ballon d'Or when he was at Chelsea yeah. or Andy Robertson at Hull that would be the best left back in the world you never would have realised it so I've got a lot of uh, optimism for the way things uh, can work out we just need a little bit of time I think that's I think that's part of it for me and it's it's easier to 
preach this than necessarily live it. Um, but it is fine in the smaller moments. It's fine the things to hang your hat on and go, well, at least there was this, 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 and this. You know what I mean? You can say. And in football matches, often the chances that you missed, you know, if you've had a game where you've missed no chances and you've gotten beat, you're up shit creek. But if you've had moments where you've had some good moments or some good things to celebrate, they're the things that tend to sustain you. I agree. Darwin Nunes has been, I've got, I, I, I still. Like this season, I still go both ways. He'll have a bad game, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, it's definitely the next Andy Carroll." And then he'll have another one. I'm like, "Oh my god, he's going to be as good as Erling Haaland and, and beyond." I will flip. Oh, I'm a firmly bit on that. in that side. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm convinced. I can't wait for the meltdown from Everton and United fans when he has like this 45 goal season. He's going to have <laughs> next year, like because he's going to score 20 odd this year. Mm-hmm. He will. He just will. And next year, it's going to be ridiculous. When we're back. When we're a bit back and things are better again next year, and he's fully integrated into the team. You've just broken the record. It is the 25th of October, and you've just used the old infamous Liverpool adage of next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is, that yeah. Is the earliest. Do you mean next calendar year or next season? No, next season. I'm t- like, because I've already wow. written this season off in yeah. my head. I'm like, do you know what? Any anything is a bonus now. We've just got to have this year where we allow Jurgen Klopp to teach these players his new game. Like his new, like it's just what it's going to be like. And anything that isn't that is then a a happy bonus for me. I said to you, if we were six points away from top four come World Cup, then it was all going to be fine. We just need to stay within that sort of distance. And also because it's been difficult for us this season, it's sort of gone under the radar how many other teams are shite. Uh, Tottenham are shit. Uh, Like we're all shit. It's only City and Arsenal well, that aren't shit. Is, and Arsenal will be shit again well, soon. Yeah. <laughs> We've been playing at such a high level. And look, at the moment, Liverpool are very, very mid-table. And they need to be better than that. Let yeah. them just put in plain terms possible. But the level between where we were and fourth was chasmic. So if, but it feels so if the drop off feels absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But it's not. It's just that you don't actually have to be that good to be a top to finish third or fourth. Yeah. yeah. I was reference it. You know, look at look at us in the COVID season. We finished third, and everyone forgets that we finished third. Yeah. That season. And we, we lost every finished. game. <laughs> we lost every game. We lost, <laughs> we lost six consecutive home games in that in that in that season and we finished third and <laughs> and it was it was it was weird for everyone but we do we don't the level we don't need to get back to winning every game of football because even if we did we're not going to win the league this yeah. season but we don't need to get back to that level we just need to get back to a level where we win three or four and then maybe have a draw yeah. another draw and then win three or four and maybe have a loss and then win a couple, couple you know find a ru- some rough form I I, to- I totally the uh, injuries are the thing that will uh, make or break I mean you know quite literally in the case of some you know bones or tendons uh, and I that's what really worries me and when and, and in terms of uh, when I speak about my optimism and my pessimism my pessimism is in uh, the ability of our players to stay you know, not be injured. It'd be yeah. good if we could like hire a doctor. Yeah. Does that make a difference? So it seems like like we don't have a doctor and we're getting injured the whole time. So like, there's that correlation. But there's I'm a not... good cyber on this made this point about like it's not the doctor doesn't choose training workloads. Yeah. You know, there's there's obviously other medical people in I and just think it. it's a good thing to have but, but this it's is definitely a good thing well, to have yeah, especially yeah, when you've got an injury list as long as yeah, you are yeah. like I just I just personally yeah. find a doctor it's a bit like you know you don't you, uh, 
having toilet roll and not having toilet roll. Having toilet roll doesn't stop you having diarrhea, but it's easier to clean up when you've got bog roll. You know, it's one of them. It's wild. Tiago was out with the ear infection. I go, what? So if we had a club doctor, there'd be somebody to reach for the Neurofen. fucking bitch. Are you crazy? Like, it's an ear infection. Get him on the field. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed a tweet. I can't remember who it was from, so I can't give credit to it. I apologise if they are watching or watch this. But someone tweeted, uh, Tiago... Mrs. Snakes came with an ear infection. Thank God Virgil got over his bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I was going to touch on this, but we're, we're running a little short on time. But like, I want wildest Liverpool theories around Liverpool's problems. But there's always one or two that become the popular narrative for any given week. So th- right now, the club doctor thing has become like. Like it's, yeah. it's you're, you're laying this stuff by your osmosis. Liverpool haven't had a club doctor since the summer. It was a big, yeah. it was a big thing that kind of went. It ended up being like it went away quite quietly in the end. Yeah. He got his, he got his, his statement on the website that wished them all all the best, and he got off. Um, so there was that's been rumbling on for a while, but there's all kinds of stuff. So it is like everyone's got everyone's got their pet theory. Yeah, Naby's not really injured. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Zaha was shagging Moise's daughter. Yeah, exactly. You know, everyone's got them. I, 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 find, that one. I find them absolutely, <laughs> I just find them fascinating because it's like the, 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 the internet is a giant pub yeah. and everyone gets the whole court at any given space of time. Particularly when one then crosses over from really niche yeah. under to a few more people are talking about it online. It's like, oh well, I've been, I've been saying this one all along. It's that club, it's that club doctor. That's the, that's what the problem has been along. It's I, I love anything like this. I love not it. just in football terms. My, one of my favourite ones of this sort of thing ever, right? I so I went to the same school as my little brother, obviously, and he came home from school one day and he goes, uh, "Found out today, do you know when um, Jay Z and Rihanna filmed the music video for Umbrella? He shagged her. What Beyonce doesn't know." And I was like, so it's got to a schoolyard in West Derby, <laughs> but it hasn't quite managed to make it to his, to his wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said it like, don't tell Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, just, 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 keep it on the DL. But, um, but I don't know if you've... Oh, and again, yeah. like, I know that, you know, exactly what I was saying earlier about, you know, you support the club, be a supporter, don't, you know, be too, you know, bleak, glum, gloomy, you know, uh, a miserly with your spirit. But at the same time, all this stuff is very fun. Like all the conspiracy theories and the whatnot. Yeah. Like we are, we're here because it's fun. Yeah. Uh, so you know all that stuff. You know it, 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 it's, it's you've got it, but it's about how seriously you take it all and how personally you take it all. And look, yeah, we're yeah. in a world where people get dead offended when you say like Xbox is shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like, and people get really upset about that. Or if you say Batman's better than Superman, there's there's people out there who will get who will froth at yeah. the mouth and fight you till they're yeah. dying. The pineapple on pizza, stuff. morons. Oh, like, honestly, if you, if like, you give a shit about that, then it's just arguments in the history. I don't care if you like it, like it. Species. <laughs> the only wrong opinion is to care. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like liking or not liking Ant and Deck. It's just don't do anything. Don't yeah. neither. Like it's there, but they're they're there. Yeah. <laughs> get over it. Yeah. Neither don't. Like Love them all, hate them, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Ant and Deck, okay? Yeah, yeah, be Ant and Deck agnostic, whatever. We, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life, yeah, do you yeah. have did you bring that up because you have a favourite Liverpool conspiracy theory? No, I I I, I did it because I, I feel like often I'm I'm at the nexus of all this. So I hear these I hear them all yeah. and I, and I, and I've and I've 
I started to do a bit of a thing where I've been trying to disprove a few along the way, and some are obviously always are undisprovable um, because that's the, the 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 true great conspiracy theories are the ones that you can't possibly yeah, put yeah, to yeah. bed. Um, but I like I, again, I've I've faced them all, and and even like it's seven years a year can clap like, and it's just because seven is the same number of years that he had at Dortmund, and seven is the same number, and and that's all the analysis that's gone into that seven seven years. <laughs> Seven, 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 seven. It's like that, it's like that fucking American woman with the monster, monster, yeah, yeah. and how the logo of monster is to do with fucking either the side devil. of the devil. I love that, that video. I, do you know, every now and then when I'm hungover, I watch that video. Like, I find it. Yeah. I do watch weird things when I'm hungover. Yeah. The other day on a hangover, I watched Kelly Clarkson's first American Idol audition, and I searched for it. Yeah. <laughs> I wondered where you got that screenshot from. I thought, I thought oh, that was my phone. I thought, is that a meme that, like, I've, I, that I don't get? No. No, you've just screenshot. Yeah, just I also watch the Al Pacino speech from any given Sunday, which is why I knew okay. it. I so, got a bet. Yeah, because I watched that yesterday. Yeah, well, you, well no, but that, that I, 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 it's like they've been saying, well, are you getting joy from footy or whatever? And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter this week saying, as you get older, you kind of doesn't bother you as much and it's it I think there's there's probably an I, I thought you did a great bit on your on your stand up which was stand up special. We talk about how hard it is to be Generation Z and how just shit it is for, for for them. And I think there's a little bit of this now where there's people who, who have seen us be really good for seven years, and that's for us. Seven years is fuck all, you know what yeah. I mean, really. But if you're eighteen, that seven years is like the biggest chunk of your entire life. Yeah, you've gone happened. from a child to a adult. So being able to, and then how do you cope now with Liverpool not being very good? Well, you've got no coping mechanism because you don't remember us being. Crap! Yeah, I lived it. <laughs> I like I I and I, we've just done our half a million. You have to talk about it. Jesus, Adam, like, five you know, days a week. <laughs> we had fucking Roy Hodgson in charge when we started doing it. In fact, we 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 set our Twitter account up. I think our very first tweet was like, "Can't believe they've sacked my manager." Like Rafa Benitez has gone. That was like that was it. You know, that was a red red man was born in the fire yeah. of Roy Hodgson. There's a very and, big and thing about like who was manager when you became pubic. Yeah, um, and that is like how you identify. That's that will always be your Liverpool. Spirit. It's like being born in the year of the hair or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. I was born in the year of the Benitez. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I enjoy winning silverware and being really critical of people to the faces. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the, tra- the trademark. Uh, but that that I think there is a thing where you get, and obviously when you get a bit more things in your life as well, and it doesn't people get lost in that, don't it? Because we've been preaching. It's not a matter of life or death. It's more important to that. It's a great line, and we all. Love of Bill Shankly and all that's great, but it's fucking horseshit. Like, it, it is. It's like good. It's good, like you know, uh, pageantry. It's yeah. like it's good, fun stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah, I love all that, but it's not. You know, my only one was I thought Nabby was going to come back with a new hairline. Yeah. I thought oh, he's out all this time. He's going to come back. <laughs> oh, his hair's there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the, the thing for me. The conceit on it all, and people need to remember this. Sometimes I remember wrote a sketch and never never got to film it. But it's a group of fans singing, "We're by far the greatest team the world has ever seen." And they walk down an alley and they meet three other sets of fans from three other football teams <laughs> singing the same song. I was, like, I was like, no way are going to see the whales ever see. Like, oh. that, but that's what Twitter is. Yeah, it's yeah. like all these, you never used to meet these people and you never used to know them. So you never came into like contact with this, like all the thing that like, 
tears down your belief system around your football club. Like you're the good guys and everyone else is the bad guys. Everyone else is the protagonist of their own yeah. story. Yeah, All yeah. their football clubs are the best and you're the worst. And now they've they've met and it makes you feel so much worse about your football <laughs> team because it's like someone's weird. Oh, they sing all the same songs as us, yeah. and uh, they've got oh, it's one of our own. It must be so depressing to be a London club. Yeah, like when you go and you're like, you know, he's one of our own. No, he's one of our own. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but our own is better than your own. Like, I mean, oh my god, must be so fucking tiresome. But yeah, that I think you you find this as you go along that like you kind of got to shrug it off a bit because yeah. it makes us miserable. It does. Yeah, I'm, I'm not happy. I, I need. To, I said this before many a time. I need to know whether my midlife crisis is kicking in, <laughs> or it's just because Liverpool is shit. <laughs> I really need that that hard delineation. I'm happy yeah. with either. Yeah. I can deal with either. I but felt I very can't... annoyed at myself on Saturday for how much I think it let, like it affected my mood. Because there's always like you set a point of pride. Like I won't let it, I won't let it ruin a day or a week. And I just you know go that was annoying. But now and 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 here's my life. It ruined my day because I had to sit in Nottingham all day in yeah, a but Cafe like, Nero. You know, football game or f- no football game. I, I, life. Mm. I, 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 I just hate being in Nottingham. Yeah. So it's not. An, it's not like, Big university town, is that not a good thing? Big Do murder term. Yeah. <laughs> it's gun capital of Europe, I think. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. It was for a while, yeah. Um, Shottingham. Not Stockport off it, if it's a uh, perch. <laughs> Did we have a town meeting about that? <laughs> the gigs in Nottingham are always fun, and I had, you know, on the, the last tour I did, I had to do Nottingham twice and do the room twice, and it was like lovely people and great. And I hate it as a city. There you I go. just, it's just not fun to it be there. It emanates violence. It doesn't I'm feel terrified walking it, back to yeah. the juries in every night after a gig. Awful. It wow. does. Yeah, it just feels a bit on edge, Nottingham. Okay. Yeah. Um, Speaking of things that are going to be on edge, uh, I'm fascinated. I'm going to I'm going to Ajax after this. Pretty much after we finish doing the podcast today, um, that um, away is going to be. It's the most anticipated away in all of Scouts history. Yeah, like we have. How many times Ajax have been in the draw and we've had fingers and toes crossed for it? We got it. We got it, and it's fucking COVID. No one can go over. Like. I cannot wait. It's going to be carnage, be and great. then the away end is going to be the mo- the worst away end in the history of the world. As <laughs> like three thousand lids all on a massive para, um, <laughs> all with the fucking the all with the fucking monster X hoods pulled up tight to keep off the bad thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. I uh, I'm gutted. I'm not going. I I put the so the shows we've been doing last night and tonight and tomorrow. I put them all on sale, and then I, then the fixtures come out, and I was like. Why the fuck have I done that? Yeah, no, Why I was have thinking I done that. that. Um, I'd love to be there. And yeah, they're doing the big fan parties with Auntie Jamie singing and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've never been to a European away, apart from Paris. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a weird first European away to go to, actually. <laughs> Police brutality. I, uh, yeah. We, I, have, we luckily avoided that when we went over. Because um, yeah. we, we were talking about this on the way here, actually. We left the fan park in Paris and uh, there was a taxi driver... It was a five-minute drive, and he went 100 euro. And I was like, no. And he went, get in the fucking taxi. And it was the best decision we've made. Because go. we got in the ground three hours before kickoff. We had French police pointing guns at us, which was great yeah. fun. Um, <sighs> yeah. Um, right, before we head out, we're going to be doing Podcast Extra with the guys as well, doing some more of the weird and wild and 
crazy and less football related stuff as ever uh, so if you want to come check that out that'll be on redmenplus.com um, but we want to talk um, Alfie you've got your YouTube special out yeah it's very good thanks um, yeah tell everyone tell everyone about it uh, Alfie Brown uh, live in Liverpool uh, it's the stand-up special that Harvey Elliott would have made were he <laughs> uh, a stand-up comedian and not a footballer Um uh, yeah, we and um, oh, what's that place where we had the idea? The uh, we were in the head of steam, the head of steam, and I was asking uh, Adam, like, oh, I've got this stuff because I had you know a bunch of material that I wanted to get out that was sort of was was too was newer than my last show, but I didn't want to have it hanging around for the next one, and you know in this age of content, which we're all you know, devilishly aware of. Uh, yeah, welcome to know, the hamster wheel, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to get uh, stuff out. And, you know, the good thing about the internet, I mean, you were saying yesterday, it's like, oh, you've got, have you got an hour? It doesn't need to be an hour. It can be 40 minutes, it can be, as can long be half as you an hour, it can be 20 talk. minutes. Yeah. You can release a 10-minute special, it doesn't matter. You know, the internet's there and there are no uh, rules, really. So I was asking Adam about, like, uh, places to put it on, and Adam, in all of his um, endless kindness, uh, said, oh, I'll do that. I'll put it out, and I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And let me do it, and uh, I did, and it was yeah, it was incredible. The they have a word, uh, lids, and uh, indeed Adam, uh, you know, set the whole thing up, and it's on a rooftop pins it's on the roof of pins in town. It looks so good, like because you can see like the slate of the roof in the background. Like it's so non-traditional to do a stand-up special outdoors on a roof in a busy city centre on a Sunday afternoon. And we put 400 people on the roof or like 300 and odd people on this roof. It, you they correct yourself because there's limits to how many people can be on that roof. No, no, it, it, well, it, 200 <laughs> people. 211 <laughs> skinny we, people. Fire safety, man. <laughs> we, were, we were on the roof of the day setting up the cameras and we were just sitting there having a, you know, coffee, whatnot, yeah. and talking through where everything was going to go. And in the, one of the flats up That's there, great, yeah. this like guy starts banging on the window and then he holds up his have a word uh, jumper and goes, hey, Great, he starts giving you the thumbs up and whatnot. Yeah. And then we shouted to him, I'll shout your name and we'll put you on the door. He so he just came because he saw it from this, uh, the window. It was, was, that, uh, was that to stop him shouting the, uh, <laughs> the soundboard catchphrases? But it is an excellent stand-up special and it was a pleasure to be involved with making it. But Alfie was on the form of his life. The audience were great. The Will, who it was essentially the director of photography for it and that edited the whole thing. It's just really, really, really fucking good. And I urge you to watch it. Please watch it and like it and then comment on it. And even if you don't like it, comment on it because I don't give a shit. <laughs> Idiots who comment negatively. You're still helping the algorithm. Feed fools. <laughs> um, YouTube.com forward slash Alfie Brown comedian. Get on the channel. Subscribe to the channel as well because it's all well and good having big views, but get big subscribers as well. Yeah, you've yeah. got to have these big subscribers. I'd love big subscribers. Yes. Mm. Doing great, doing well. Yeah, I, I, I've watched it. It's really, it's really good. It's brilliant. And I've seen your clips on on, on Twitter. Of course, Thanks, mate. Um, I'm a big fan of you can you all just people. go and subscribe to the Have a Word YouTube because it's really fucking trudging away. So I want it to. I want the little plaque that they give you for a hundred thousand subscribers. I just really want it. Like I really want it. Okay, we've yeah, it. we've got two of them. Um, got, have you? Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Um, two. You, I've got one for my channel. Oh right, that's fifty-four thousand. Have a word subscribe. You I mean you've nearly got as many 
paid yeah. <laughs> people. That's, that's the people weird thing, the, 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 the conversion rate. Yeah, I call us, oh, I, for a long time, I called us pound for pound, the number one podcast on the planet. Because, like, conversion of, like, listener to, like, paid subscriber. Yeah. I was like, we must be, the, like, the number one for that. But then uh, I checked Shane Gillis's, and he, at the time, he had, like, 60,000 subscribers, but they had, like, 30-odd thousand patrons. Um, so one dollar patrons though doesn't count yeah I know yeah so maybe yeah pound for pound one I think I know uh, obviously at this point everyone knows have a word there's a, there's a wonderful crossover between our audience and yours yeah. to really enjoy yeah. Um, so yeah make sure if you ha- if you ha- this, again this, apparently there's half a million is here so like, <laughs> go and subscribe to go and subscribe to have a word and subscribe to Alfie as well and uh, let's get those numbers up let's, let's spread the Redmen yes. network far and far afield um, but yeah loads of content and obviously you should, well no by now check out have a word every week um, you guys are, are an absolute machine I, what I really like, and I, we'll do more of this on on extra, of course. But I was joking that you basically robbed our set, uh, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is which is always a good one. But I I, I love the fact that there was you said like down the road, and there's another people doing completely different genre to us, yeah. but doing the kind of thing. And there's there's just lessons I, that you're doing stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, I'd never considered doing it from that perspective. And the stuff yeah. that we've seen that you're doing that we've adopted, and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, I just fucking love it. I'm very proud of other people. Yeah, it's I such didn't an know, exciting city like that. When, it's so good to be somewhere where people can do stuff and start businesses and like build from the bottom up. That London is like London. I don't know if you, either of you have ever been to London, but, um, <laughs> uh, but if you want to know what it's like, do you know um, Pret? Yes. That's London. <laughs> London is a Pret. It's absolutely shit. Uh, so to, <laughs> anyway. But it thinks it's great. It does think it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I because we had the exact same wallpaper that you used to have in here, and we didn't know that, obviously. When we built the studio in Runcorn, I went to the range and went, uh, right, we want some brick wallpaper. That one will do. And just got that. And you changed, because it wasn't this set yet, but yeah. it was the one in the middle yeah. of the wallpaper we stole and the, what you've got now. So I didn't even remember that it had been that way. I didn't even think I'd ever been in it, but then there's a, I think my very first time on it, I wasn't here for that. But we've kept that aesthetic. So when we've now moved into Liverpool. We're in town now. And we got uh, grey bricks. So instead of wallpaper, we, we were like, no, we want it to be real brick this time, so it just feels a bit more uh, professional. But we've tried to keep the aesthetic pretty much the same, yeah. I'm very, very, very impressive. And what really annoys me is open, you change it up so we could go back because everyone <laughs> keeps moaning us. Like, Love that old studio. I'm like, yeah, no, it's all right, sound, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, um, so like, a good example is that that tracky top that Kenny's got on the wall behind you is the 1990 tracky. I've got my dad's one of them from the from the original vintage. Yeah, and man. I've kept that. And I was like, that'll come back into fashion one day. And it did, but they re-released it. And I just look like I've got this mingy, like knockoff version of that jacket. So we can never go. Everyone would just go, "Why he's copying? Why he's copying?" Fucking <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right, so bigger, bigger than us. That's why. Um, right, so uh, right, that is the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Do go and check out Alfie's special, of course, and of course, have a word as well. We've got more chat with these guys. We're going to be answering some random questions. Have a general good old chat with them over on Podcast Extra, which is exclusively over on RedmanPlus.com in video and in podcast form uh, so hope to check you guys out over there um, gents absolute pleasure thank you so much thanks for thank you so I've much managed to get me through and I hopefully I've managed to get used through your hangover for a little bit do you know what I don't feel hungover I just haven't had enough sleep yeah do you know what I mean it's basically the same thing. yeah I feel great yeah good, good. Pint. look spectacular <laughs> I, I, I 
absolutely gasping for a pint. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we'll see if we can sort that in a bit. Right, <laughs> thanks for everyone. See you soon. Tell her. Please then consider signing up to redmenplus.com. You get everything that's on the website in video and if you want it in podcast form. Uh, from £5 a month, redmenplus.com. You get two free items of merchandise every single season. If you sign up as a club legend, you get 20% discount codes every single month. Exclusive discounts from our partners as well as your name and the credits in each and every Red Men Plus show. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.